0: constantly searching. The mind is like a search engine. And it compares patterns. Is this a pattern that I know? Is this a new pattern? Does this new pattern relate to an old pattern that I know? Can I learn from it? Knowledge is something very interesting. The mind gathers knowledge. Patterns that it can recognize, to be able to apply it in a certain situation, to be able to help me, you, the one who owns the mind. And it seems to be a very, very helpful thing to have ideas of how to go about life, what to do in a certain situation. It's especially helpful when we are around other people. (laughs) There are rules and regulations of how to behave around other people. It's also helpful to know how to survive in this world other than with people. It's important to know that the body has some needs for food, for sleep, for exercise, for cleaning. (laughs) And that's all very helpful. I found though, that the mind is not very helpful when we are looking for happiness, when we are looking for enlightenment, when we are looking for finally feeling at home in this world. That is something very different. So far I have found a lot of teachers that teach me things on the spiritual path. And I have found mystics who talk all kinds of stuff and the mind when listening to them is really confused because they seem to say one thing And the mind wants to hold on to it. And the next sentence they say something that contradicts the first thing. So, how could both be true at the same time? Something like, there is an absolute truth of the universe. There is a purpose in everything. Also, there is only personal truth. You can never know the whole truth as a person. And maybe you cannot know your own purpose. (laughs) All that tells me is that the mind is not a very helpful tool on the path to happiness on the path to enlightenment on the path to clarity, freedom. Because nobody really knows what enlightenment is, right? We all have an idea, or maybe we have a hidden idea. Unconsciously, we have an idea what it would be like to find enlightenment. So if you are looking for enlightenment, whether you say it out loud or you don't, You have some connection made, what it means to be enlightened. Maybe you see people who claim to be enlightened, and you see that they are happy, and you see that they have answers for everything, and that they are famous, and that they are well renowned and loved by everybody. That's things that I guess many people would really appreciate to have in their own lives. So, are we truly looking for enlightenment? Because we don't even know that. We cannot be looking for something that we have never experienced, can we? Not from the mind's perspective. Because the mind can only look for patterns and things that it has already in store. Maybe, just maybe, there's a something within us that is not in the mind. Maybe the mind is a tool for that other thing. That beingness, that consciousness. And maybe, just maybe... Living from that place, rather than from the mind, brings us closer to enlightenment. And now comes an insight that I just had today. And I actually had it several times throughout my life. But it came to me today and it was so loud and clear. When you are struggling with something... That you want to reach in your life, whether it is a feeling state, happiness, or clarity for the mind, or freedom, whatever it is, you may call it enlightenment. But the mind cannot perceive of enlightenment. The mind is always looking for something that it knows. So you can do both. (laughs) You can do both. You can look for enlightenment at the same time, have the mind look for something else, have the mind desiring something or fearing another thing. So the mind will be in motion away from the fear towards the desired thing or person or circumstance. And it's not wrong. The mind does that it's not wrong, the mind is full of clutter. It's just more easy to decide which direction to go when the mind is finally still. That's the moment when you can step back most easily. You can step back from the mind anytime truly. You can decide from another seat of self than the mind anytime if you want to, just that it takes practice. And if the mind is active, it just sucks you into the rabbit hole, down the rabbit hole again. And that's, as far as I'm concerned, the normal way of life. Now, if you don't want to get sucked into the rabbit hole more and more and more, if you want to stay in that conscious place from which you can see see everything quite clearly from where You know what to do to calm the mind from where you know how to be in the world so that clarity can prevail. Freedom can prevail, happiness can prevail, joyfulness. It seems that enlightenment points you to to the ability to take care of your mind, of your body, of your emotions, of your system, of this avatar, such that it stays in a state from where clarity, a feeling of joyfulness, or even blissfulness, or even ecstasy, from where the system doesn't clutter, the system is so healthy, so happy, so relaxed. So balanced that you that it's easy for you to stay out of the rabbit hole, and maybe that can be a practice such that it gets so stable that you stay in that clarity in that freedom for longer and longer, and you get sucked into the rabbit hole less often, and for shorter periods of time. It turns out, so this is one specific thing that may be interesting for you or not, but I see it everywhere. Uh, It may be interesting to learn about the body and how it works specifically. So I find it very interesting to look at the nervous system and the signals that it is getting from the mind and from outside and also from the emotional body. When you have old stuff stored in your system, those little samskaras, (laughs) those old memories, some of them may be even traumatic. Well, old stuff, emotional stuff, unprocessed stuff, you didn't have time for that to heal, you didn't have time yet for to look at that and to process the emotions and to process the energy so that the energy can pass through your system and the system clears again. Sometimes I believe healing old stuff is nothing else than clearing the energy system from old energies that are stuck within you. They have been stuck there for a reason, for survival reasons. It's not wrong, they are there. They are part of your information. It's the information that life gave you. And for some reason or another, there was no capacity then to read the full information. Sometimes it's emotions that were not allowed to be expressed. And if you're not allowed to express your emotions, how are you supposed, as a child, without having any teaching... How are you supposed to process the emotions and the information stored therein about your life and yourself? How are you supposed to get clarity on the thing you just experienced if you're not uh, allowed to process the emotions and the thoughts that are involved? So this is a cause of many samskaras in my personal point of view. And we can look at them later on in life. And when they come up, then something happens. When we allow them to come up, often the nervous system is learnt, has learned so well to regulate that thing away that there will be a tug of war between our intention to let go of the emotion and the fear that is stored in the nervous system. So there seems to be... A gatekeeper of all the old stuff in the mind, in the body, in the emotion. And that gatekeeper in the body is the learned behavior of the nervous system. Now the nervous system is for us. It's for you. It's for me. It does that to keep us alive. And in order to truly let go of old emotions, we need to create the environment that the nervous system can actually open up, that the gatekeeper can say, now it's safe to let go of old emotions. I have seen this in myself and also in other people, and I see this over and over again, that people are so desperate to be free, so desperate. To get rid of old stuff. To purge the old stuff. Because with all the old stuff the clarity doesn't come. And enlightenment doesn't come. But maybe, just maybe, it's not the final state of clarity that enlightenment means. Maybe enlightenment means to be wise enough to treat your system such that it can heal in a in a healing way so that the 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 how is also a healing how that the the places we go the people we talk to that we create safe spaces where the nervous system can calm down now one way to go about this is to have the intention to create safety to hold the intention in mind, to look out for safe spaces, for safe people, for safe situations. Create those safe spaces, so that in those circumstances, in those places, old emotions can be released. And safety is not necessarily given by being in the vicinity of a great guru or a great teacher. It can be for some of us but for some others of us it may be nature it may be completely to be alone from other away from other people because some trauma comes from people <laughs> and for some of us it is to find a safe practitioner therapist friend It truly depends, so this is one of the important things that I think enlightenment also entails, is to become wise about the process itself and not to want the result more than the process. So the process of cleaning the system is already an enlightened process. Because it is the process of getting the light into the system making the system clear, so that the light can shine through. But each and every step you take, each and every step we take on our personal journey of calming the nervous system, finding safe spaces, each and every time we do that and we feel more at home within ourselves, that's one big step towards enlightenment. It may not feel much in the moment. (laughs) Well, that's granted. Sometimes it doesn't feel like anything. But that doesn't mean that this is not the key movement or the key thing to do and to clean out of the system or to prepare such that the system can clean itself so that eventually the system will clean itself. And sometimes we don't know what the steps are that we have to take. Sometimes we only have the intention. I let go. I am willing to let go of my old patterns. I'm willing to let go of old stuff. I'm willing to let go of pain. I'm willing to go let go of resentment. I'm willing to let go of fear, I'm willing to let go of pain. (laughs) And uh, with this intention in mind, or this intention held um, at heart, the mind can then find the patterns. So this is how the enlightened spirit can create the intention And then the mind can be used to find the patterns that will match safety, spaces where we can let go, the clearing of old stuff. And the preparation of a new, more wholesome, more free, more clear state of the whole being. Sometimes we seem to fight against everything that's not okay. Everything that's not enlightened. And the more we fight it, the more we keep it. So this is basically why I decided to create a podcast. Because I wanted to add to the consciousness that there is... Value in every step that we take in the darkness. Every step we take, even if we don't know. Even if everything seems to be dark and getting darker and getting darker. I know it sounds really, really lame to say sometimes it's darkest before the sun comes up. But because we don't know, that's also freeing and we don't know. And sometimes we don't even know what kind of amount of old pain we are carrying. And I also believe that we are not carrying this old stuff as a burden for our personal selves, as a punishment. We don't. I do believe that we came into this life knowing that we can, we truly can enlighten ourselves we truly are capable of doing that. And we came knowing that. And if you're here and if, you're, if you have the idea that you want to find enlightenment or freedom or bliss or happiness, then something inside of you knows. You cannot go and search for something that you don't know. So even enlightenment is a state that you know, you know enlightenment, you have been enlightened before. Otherwise, you wouldn't go for it in this lifetime. You know how to, in principle. And in this lifetime, you're blindfolded. And all you have is your inner knowledge, the remembrance of something that keeps you going. And that thing is fucking real (laughs) and it's there and every step we take gets us in the right direction and the mind cannot see but the soul knows it truly, truly does